0: Just one more day, that yeah. the Lord has kept me, I'm, oh, don't rush, keep the pain, I'm focused on my goal, I need to tell the story, it's yeah. a camera really to make me great, even when I that on my face, you gave me grace. Hello, hello. I'm Mark Smith, and I'm honored to be with you today and uh, definitely blessed to be able to share the latest message in my series, The Process, Part 3. By now, <laughs> the understanding of where do we go from here has begun to take a profound direction toward the finish line in this series. And if you're not able to listen to to the prior episodes or prior series, The Process Part 1, which was the foundation, or The Process Part 2, The Perfect Storm, do me a favor, please take the time to revisit those. You can find those on Anchor, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio, and it's under Mark Smith, The Process. All right, before I get started, let's take some time to review how we got to this point and where do we go from here. To make sure that we start today off in the right mindset, let me do something um, and recall the basis of my mission statement. All right, here's your time. If you don't have that pen and paper, here you go. You got time to get it. It was simple. When you look in your mirror, is the vision you relate to one of being poor or rich? Or does it proclaim a victory of progression and growth? But more importantly, does it radiate the glow of your purpose? So let me make this easier for us to understand in our recap. I want to give you an analogy. For the moment, we are blessed to open our eyes and rise. Our mind begins the journey for the day, and although we do not attempt to <laughs> overthink the the rise and shine, or some people per, uh, term it as the rise and grind, you know it can take a mental toll or internal elevator ride within ourselves. But as we prepare for what is to come we all take a few minutes and start to gaze in your mirror. And if you recall, I said mirror was managing internal reviews that remove opportunities you missed. And that was mirror. And something amazing, and something in our control comes to fruition. And that was two things. That was what we give and what we accept. So now that we've grabbed our keys, Kissed the family hopefully and said a prayer, then jumped in the car and headed off to work. You know, for me personally, <laughs> I, on the way to Baltimore, I would listen to Steve Harvey or Russ Parr morning show for, for the mindless drive. You know, a funny thing happens during the commute on I-95. A aura of idleness comes into play when we have that defining moment of choosing to have the mentality of being poor and or rich. And if you remember, I said poor was passing over opportunity repeatedly. And Rich was definitely taking the mindset to realizing it can happen. But as we pull into the parking lot, (laughs) we reach another crossroad entering the building when we see our coworkers. Now, I know what you're thinking. And I'm just going to put it out there. Now, all organizations, companies, or jobs have those individuals we interact to who distribute the consummate negative attitude. You know them, earth disturbers. But our saving grace is the power we possess to proclaim. You remember that was providing respect to others that can lift and affect your individual meaning. But it can proclaim the victory that we all need through, through, through another 8, nine, ten hours until we get back home. Now everyone knows what generally happens. Let's say hmm, anywhere between eleven thirty and two p.m. That's right, that was lunch. You know, once we return from that 30 to 60 minute break, we know there's a strong level of progression that comes over our spirit and signals our day is coming to an end. And if you recall, I said progression stood for proven gratitude expressed repeatedly that suddenly suspends internal oppositions and negativity. So our mindset has already been changed. All right, so we finished off that 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-hour day, and our workday is complete. But I don't know about you, but the majority of my drive home back down I-95 is in silence. Then comes the time to replay today's event. And begin to compartmentalize the things that are no longer of any significance in what what occurred that day. But also turning off the volume of today and turning up the volume of getting home to my wife. As bad as we all want to file away some of the events of the day, (laughs) what is the first question that most of us are greeted with? That's right. How was your day? Which begins to resurface the good and not so pleasant actions that occurred. And although I described a day that most of us experience from time to time, it still reverts back to two fundamental truths. Remember what those words? I just said them. What we give and what we accept. So, how much does our mental perception or internal truth make its way on how we process the typical day? Or do we also grasp the majority of what we give? And that can hinge on our personal growth we display no matter what the day brings, right? Now, I know in my past, I explained growth equated to something different. And I say growth was a gradual reminder, obstacles will test hope, test hope excuse me. But it also serves in another context that is definitely just as important. And that is, write this down. That's gratitude-released Opens wisdom that heals. That's growth. I hope you have a full pad of paper. Or get ready to push that record button. Because here we go. You know at the very beginning. We, we had an opportunity to listen to the, the insert of one, one More Day. And that's a powerful reminder that each and every day that we rise. We have the opportunity to practice something that, that is the first part of the message. And that's gratitude. So if you recall my last message of progression. The topic of gratitude was talked about when I discussed the powerful relationship that Allen Iverson had with the late John Thompson, if you kind of remember that conversation. It was also mentioned how we ourselves have had individuals express their true appreciation of gratitude to each of us in a multitude of ways. Make sure you write this down. Gratitude at its core is the internal feeling we display in the external on a constant basis. Let me hit you with that one more time. I said gratitude at its core is the internal feeling we display in the external on a consistent basis. You know, Melody Beatty said gratitude turns what we have into enough and more, it turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity and makes sense of the past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Each of us have experienced times in our lives when we've had experienced a level of gratitude that really gave us the warm and fuzzies, really warmed our hearts. I want you to think about that for a few minutes. Take a second and revisit how that made you feel once you saw your own image in the mirror. Now, I don't know about you, But it made me feel as though nothing could change my attitude towards life. You know, I've always felt that in life we hardly realize that we receive a great deal more than we give. And that is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. Now, you've heard me mention in prior episodes about the times visiting my grandparents in North Carolina. And how it was mentioned respect took on a valuable application in my life that is a guiding principle for me personally today. John Nichols, uh, my my, my late grandfather, always expressed gratitude in all that he did from the time he woke up, which was (laughs) before sunrise, (laughs) until the time he told us goodnight. Well, I recall one time on our way home from church one Sunday, we stopped to get ice to make ice cream, which was definitely one of the highlights of our summer evenings. And Grandpa only had $2 in his pocket. When we walked up to pay for the ice, um, the cashier or the lady behind there in the general store, her name was Miss Mary. And Miss Mary said the cost would be 85 cents, uh, Mr. Nichols, for the two bags. My grandfather smiled and pulled out his last $2 and said, keep the change, Miss Mary. Well, as a young boy (laughs) from the Midwest, my mind was like, there is another $1.15 that could be used on, let's say, um, candy cookies or even a toy but when we got back into the truck i asked him i said grandpa why didn't you get the change back he ever so gently looked over smiled pulled the truck over and on a dirt road and said because i'm teaching you to live life with an appreciation of gratitude in all you do mark we are blessed to have a few things that others don't have and if you don't live your life with the spirit of gratitude you'll never understand What inner peace really is. Well those were life changing words uh, to me. That will forever be embedded. For me to understand how gratitude. Truly released. Opens wisdom that heals. So let's move to the R. Let's move to released. I'm going to start with a perspective of mine. that That will explain itself before we close today. It's when life brings changes our way. That acceptance is hardest for us. New circumstances often challenge us deeply. In periods of transition, don't rush to make judgments about how uncomfortable the new situation will be for you. So allowing things time to settle down gives us a chance to face the future with an open mind. And since you have agreed to ensure all past situations have been released, put behind, it puts us into another framework of success so let me rephrase what i just spoke about if we can just let go and trust that things will work out the way they're supposed to without trying to control the outcome then we can begin to enjoy the moment more full the joy of freedom becomes more pleasurable than than the experience itself you know as a trainer one action item I re- reiterate daily to the men and women in the groups is the power of releasing or forgiving themselves for the past. <laughs> you know, I hear you right now um, looking looking up and saying, you know, Mark, that's easier said than done. You know, however, I can testify to this. Uh, this is a clear sign of progression. You know, once you let go of the past and stop bringing the past into the present and replaying the future, you've got to do that. Once you do that, you're then able to release the guilt, release the shame, and only then can you create an entirely new pattern for yourself. Now, at the beginning of the section, I stated new circumstances often challenge us deeply. So, railing against fate is unattractive. I found that it, it imposes the nuances that burdens within, if not released, bondage. Choose to make the best of all things With silent patience and fortitude But to do that You must ensure that you are Displaying the gratitude So it can be released So we got the G We've got the R Let's go to the O and the W In growth Which was opens wisdom Last week (laughs) I asked a young man What would he rather have today A million dollars or wisdom that he can use. Here is where the norms of society that has its influence usually shows its hand with several people. His response was, Mr. Smith, (laughs) are you crazy? Get me a million dollars. I'd be set for life. And if you know what, if we are being transparent a few years back, I would have chosen the money as well. The question that I asked him next And it it took time for me to understand it myself was, could he define to me the true value of knowledge that opens wisdom? You see, wisdom is a mixture of experiences, courage and intelligence. We all want to be wise and make wise decisions because when we do, we're tapping into the best of ourselves. Quite often, being wise is just giving ourselves enough time to think you know it isn't quite often in that case you know the snap judgments turn out to be our poorest results they consider to be decisions so listening to wise counsel to wise friends and mentors who give us more balanced perspective when we're mulling over an idea is truly a good way to tap into our wiser choices but you know we have to circle around and talk about the truth too because sadly we are often too Uh, destination too obsessed with uh, or or with obsessed people who are so motivated by accomplishment that it's almost impossible for us to have a context for life outside of what we get done and what we see so opening your mind to to accepting that concept can take several experiences of knock knock bumping our head multiple disappointments and sometimes sadly sleepless nights See, the principles that opens wisdom is very clear with three things, I believe. One, wisdom will always come in the most unlikely places. And what do I mean? I mean, practicing patience reveals the path to take. The second thing is wisdom creates your legacy. The transfer of knowledge that protects, directs, and affects us all you communicate with. And lastly, wisdom promotes faith. Through our experiences We come to an understanding of knowing Something greater is on the horizon So that was wisdom Comes in the most unlikely places Wisdom creates your legacy And wisdom promotes from within So let me get out of here With the last letters We had G, we had O Excuse me, G, we had R We had O, let's go with the T-H That heals Hmm Life has shown me that there is no point in continually asking for explanations from people that you feel have wounded you. They may be as confused as you are about the chemistry of their motives. You know, in any case, forgiveness does not require a preamble of understanding. It's a gesture of the heart and not the mind. Everyone seeks measures that heal sickness, discernment, and negativity that permeates in the world that, that you and I live in. The question that stays with me is if we know healing begins and ends with the heart, why do we linger with the apprehension on exercising this measure that heals? Danielle Burnock spoke something that struck a chord with me last week. She said, trauma is personal. It does not disappear if it has not been validated. When it is ignored or invalidated, the silent screams continually internally, will always be heard by the one that's held captive. All right, I'm going to get out of here. But before I do, I'm going to close with a story um, that will tie growth together. In old times, a grandfather told a story of a young athletic boy who was hungry for success, for whom winning was everything and success was measured by the result. One day, the boy was preparing himself for running competition in his small uh, native village, where him himself and two other young boys were to compete. A large crowd had congregated to witness the sporting spectacle, and the wise old man, upon hearing the little boy, had traveled far to bear witness to this also. Well, the race commenced looking like a tie at the finishing line. But sure enough, the boy dug deep and called on his determination, strength, and power. He took the finish line and was first. The crowd was ecstatic and cheered and waved at the boy. The wise man remained still and calm, expressing no sentiment. The little boy, however, felt profound and important. A second race was called, and two new young, fit challengers came forward to run with the little boy. The race was started, and sure enough, the little boy came through the finish line first again. The crowd was ecstatic again, and cheered and waved at the boy. The wise man remained still and calm, again expressing no sentiment. The little boy, however, felt profound and important. Another race, another race, pleaded the little boy. The wise old man stepped forward and presented the little boy with two new challengers. An elderly frail lady, And a blind man. What is this? Quizzed the little boy. This is no race. He exclaimed. Race? Said the wise man. The race was started. And the boy was the only finisher. The other two challengers left standing at the starting line. The little boy was ecstatic. He raised his arms in delight. The crowd, however, was silent. Showing no sentiment toward the little boy. What has happened? why not do the people join in my success he asked the wise old man race again replied the wise man this time finish together all three of you finish together continued the wise man the little boy thought a little stood in the middle of the blind blind man and the frail old lady and then took the two challengers by the hand the race began and the little boy walked slowly ever so slowly To the finish line and crossed it. The crowd were there, were ecstatic and cheered and waved at the boy. The wise man smiled, gently nodding his head. The little boy felt profound and important. Old man, he stated, I did, I don't, I understand not. Who are the crowd cheering for? Which one of us three? asked the little boy. The wise old man looked into the little boy's eyes, placing his hands on the boy's shoulders, and repeated softly, Little boy. For this race, you have won much more than in any race that you've ever ran before. And for this race, the the crowd cheered not for any winner. The crowd showed all in attendance that gratitude released opens wisdom that heals. Growth. Internal and external expressions of growth permeate equally in small and large environments through our constant actions. So let me remind you of my mission. When you look in your mirror, is the vision you relate to one of being poor or rich? Or does it proclaim a victory of progression and growth? Hmm. But more importantly, does it radiate the glow of your purpose? We are all works in progress. Therefore, the goal of each message is to ensure the path of growing forward much easier and will be much easier even through our storms. Now I know today, right now, as you listen, this might not be what you're going through. But who is it? Who do you know? Who who is it in your in your circle, in your family that you feel or your friend or your coworker that are willing that you're willing to share this message with and any of the prior messages? To offer them the place of shelter in the midst of an unpleasant time in their life. You know, if I'm not speaking for you, but I've been there. And still mention, I am honored to be a still uh, a work in progress. I relish it. I cherish it because I'm always falling short, but I'm pushing to grow forward. You know, I'm so blessed that gratitude released opens wisdom that heals and profoundly happy that you and I both can rest assured with the knowledge of knowing no matter what we're going through, no matter what day it is, no matter what time it might be that you're why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife Tasha, my mother Lee Smith, and mama Sarah, I love you all very much. Sam, Dorian, Mark, and Brandy, keep your head high and remain hungry but humble. To the world future leaders, my babies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy, Poppy loves you, babies. Stay safe. Oma and I will see you soon. Have a great week, everyone. And remember, all it takes is one more day. It's just one more day That the Lord has kept me But I always think